People of the internet, how do? I'm the FKing Guy, this is that FKing Show, and this week our guest comes all the way from the land of the rising sun. Kinda. So what? lazy shite the sun is literally setting where she is right now i believe is yes. that right aisha it is nine o'clock in the evening there is no sun it's still really hot though <clears throat> how hot is it it is now 38, 38 my life. yes <laughs> but you're in japan which a lot of people would like to be at this point in time i'll swap with you with some ice cold ice yeah sure sure i'll bet for that i don't mind Please. Abby, would you would you change as well? Trade. I want to be in New Orleans. Uh, with I, we're not going further than that. Trade <laughs> player, we don't know the band of. Yes, this is an Amazon Warrior of the Wastelands episode with Aisha Raymond, and here is as you've heard, Abby, halfway mm. through crisps. Yeah. <laughs> I'll mute it. Oh, do I'm eating crisps. Oh, do me knickknacks, me breakfast. No. No, as the salt and vinegar, it's very subpar. Wow. No knickknacks today. I didn't get to the shop before we went online. And we also have Boulamont. Yeah, it's your lucky day, people. I'm here. You're uh, you're welcome. I apologise in advance. So, Aisha, what mm-hmm. is happening? <laughs> um, I'm currently trying to consume my dinner at nine o'clock at night. It's very hot here. I'm dying, and uh, I would rather be in a pool of ice right now. Please. Anybody want to swap? Which convenience store did you get your dinner from? Uh, it was a combination of 7-Eleven and Lawson's 100. Because Lawson's 100 is awesome. Uh, I can get everything for under a pound. It's great. Oh, my God. <laughs> is it out? No, it's all, they're all good stuff. It's basically everything you can find everywhere else. It's just it only costs 108 yen maximum. Mostly. Between Japan and UK where everything's like discounted to that level, it's going out of date in about two days time or is out yeah. of date oh, that's true like bread you could assault someone with no the bread over here is is good it's just filled with milk that i can't have and very very thick there, no it's not yeah it's thick but then you can buy like it's nine slices of bread is the maximum amount of slices of bread you can buy and i don't understand so why would you want nine why well you do that half sandwich don't you oh, yeah, that's true oh, see. Maybe there's big fans of the half sandwich. Oh, it's true. He's not just a pretty face, everybody. He knows. He's smart. He's smart. What did I say? Not you. Go away. Well, they, they get noodles in it and then they put a hot dog into it and then just fold it up like a discount ramen hot dog burger. Uh, that's great. Yes, sign me up. You can also buy burgers from the convenience store. It's great. Teriyaki burgers, mm. beef cutlet burgers. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's become my new way of life. How long do you have out there? to go you've got another i've got another 10 months i'm here until may 2023 wow what's been the highlight out there so far um one of the belts i've been involved in two title matches i've main event in corrigan hall and i found out that disneyland is 35 minutes from my house that i will call a highlight that's pretty good although right now covid disneyland is like a lottery on the right circumstances kind of process you can only go for certain special reasons you can't really go into disneyland willy-nilly anymore which is great don't you just pretend it's your birthday 
Yeah, and then they'll look at my residence card, which I also have to carry everywhere with me. It's good times out there. It's hot. It's sticky. You can't go anywhere anywhere with an escort. You can't. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm technically a Japanese resident. I can go wherever I want. So any funny road stories you got out there so far? Um, Anything? I fell asleep in the seedling bus, car, van, our private van thing. And uh, I woke up with four bags of Strong Zero all the way around me that I was told I couldn't touch until after the show. But four bagfuls of Strong Zero and I was really, really happy. So you drink Strong Zero then? Everybody drinks Strong Zero. It's literally like 9% alcohol for less than a pound, 500 mils. I don't think you can go wrong with that. Holy shit. I know. I know. It doesn't taste like alcohol. What's the killer? It depends on what flavour you get, because you can get lemon, you can get watermelon, you can get orange, you can get all these things. You can get green tea flavour, which is disgusting. I don't care what anyone says. It's nasty. My, uh, my brother tr- uh, actually managed to get his hands on a bottle of Fago the other day. And I, let me tell you, what a terrible day to have taste buds that was. I've had Fago. It's fucking grim. Oh, it's so awful. It's like Aisha, syrup. It's so tell awful. your mama to go straight to the store. Tell that bitch to bring back a Fago. Of course it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was a real thing. I just thought it that... It's like drinking liquid sugar. It's fucking awful. And on the bottle, it says there is no fruit juice in this drink. That's worrying. No, it's really, really awful. Sugar, orange colouring. It's literally it. I also found Red Bull Purple. Don't ask me what's in it. It's just called Red Bull Purple. It's great. So the one where you have to guess what it actually, the flavour is. I can't read it, so it doesn't help the situation. <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> I can't read. You've not got the Google Translate on your phone yet? Yeah, I have. I've got the fun. photo translator, but it just doesn't, it doesn't work sometimes. That was the joy out there when we're doing it and you're vegan and you're like, okay, you need to look for anything that's possibly honey, milk. Oh, meat. Okay, cool. Which is everything. Fish in everything. Everything, isn't yeah. it? How did you survive as a vegan? Um, surprisingly, there's quite a few places. Um, Kyoto is really good. True. Um, I think Hakone was the only place that wasn't anything really there. There was one pizza place that was vegan. The rest was just convenience store food. It's like rice balls. And even then, you still got to be careful because you got you can only have like the plum. Yeah. Well, they said fried rice ball, and was eating it, and it's like, mm, there's something in this. Oh, rice ball, great. And I carried on eating because you know it's too late by then. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's pretty good out there, especially get a happy cow app, which is really good. All right. Like it's all the rest uh, restaurants out there and places you can get vegan food. But yeah, Kyoto was the best. Makoni, not the greatest. That's like um out in the sticks yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah. Considering. Did you get a kimono? Did you rent a kimono for the day? I did that. No. Why not? You should have rented a kimono, got a bicycle. It would have been awesome. I like doing the pajamas at the any hotel we go to. We did the uh, traditional ryokan thing as well. That was not something I want to do again because they have like times you have to be there for food and be up in the morning for food, and they go, "Oh, breakfast is going to be at seven, which means they're knocking on your door at six every day. I know. When I go to hotels here, my do not disturb sign is there permanently. Do not take it off. Ain't done the traditional ones yet? Um, not yet, no. I've got time, so I might go through. I've just been to a lot of uh, normal kind of standard ones. Uh, the box rooms? Mm, I can't fit in them. The one of my, my boss did... Tiny ones, yeah. My boss did order me a capsule hotel as a joke once, and it was not funny. At all. At all. Yeah, which one was it? Like a full-on 
plastic cubicle thing, female only. Because I've seen a few of them and they look all right. When you get like the mixed ones, they're a bit dubious. Well, the ones when you realise it's multiple people that can sleep in one. I was told about one of those. Yeah, there's ones where you get like um, like they smell like loneliness and desperation. Oh God. So, Booley, it's the perfect place for you. <laughs> what is? Wank coffins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so this might be a very short show because um, of what happened in the last episode. So we're going to get to this next part after some adverts. Okay, Aisha, throw your plugs in. Um, well, you can find me at... Your mouth well, I already did. You can find me at, at Amazon Aisha Ray. Um, type it into any social media platform. You can find all the amazing things that I'm doing out here in Japan. Not only that, but you can go to Seedling Live and watch me at Corrigan Hall crushing some bitches live. So this is the continuation of the Amazon Warrior of the Wasteland storyline that's been going on over the course of season three of the show. You can go back and catch up if you want to, or just listen to this handy recap. After a world was taken over by super intelligent AI computers and the human race was seen as a waste of time, it was switched off permanently with an EMP. Aisha Raymond was chosen for some reason to survive us all and go forth in the world yes. and go forth in time. As several thousand years had passed since the human race was ended during her first cryogenic state of sleep. State of sleep. That's hard to say. I say the human races, all the animals on Earth were left to evolve without us and have since become far more advanced than we remember them. First contact for Aisha was, unfortunately, a race of beings evolved from pugs. Pugs generally quite well natured, so why is this a bad thing? Well, because you suggested it offhand, the uh, onboard AI surgically attached the head of a stowaway Mark Wahlberg, who she killed with um, her rusty machine. I did not kill him, you made body me kill him. One ever chosen I. <laughs> I gave you the options. Liar. I gave you the options. Liar. You can negotiate with him or you can kill him. I'll kill him. Because he's dead. Him. So she cut off the head of Mark Wahlberg and it was attached to one of her items, the item being a pug. The pug saw this as a sacrilege and an abomination in the face of their god and demanded her surrender. Many grumbles died in the ensuing space dogfight between them, Aisha, and the brave flying honkies. <laughs> So after the battle, given the choice of minding your own business and taking it easy, Aisha declared war on the Golden Gooses, as you do. We pick up a story. She launches a preemptive attack on the unsuspecting and oblivious nation. Your crew of Vincent Price, Mario Lopez, Yay. in the form of Colonel Sanders, Butters, Cartman and Batman, just look at you in disbelief, but you created them so they follow you. Uh, so you get to roll a D20 as a preemptive strike against the Goose Nation. A D20. That's going to be pretty simple. Yeah, uh, it's going to be pretty simple. Get a question right, and I'll roll a D20 to determine how much damage you inflict on the Goose Nation, which I should point out, you did just fire on, so there's no backing out now. And uh, you do realise this is an entire nation. This is going to be hard for you. The Monkey Monk, your AI gives you a little background to this world that you used to call Earth. It's made up of five different races. You've got the Dog Nations, which encompass most of Europe. The bird nation, which is most of the Americas, the cats, which uh, is most of Asia, bits of Europe and America, and fish, who unsurprisingly rule the waves. And it's a five races. As there's one small island that used to be part of Europe called the United Kingdom, who um, are ruled by sentient chips. Now the birds don't like the dogs. The dogs don't like the cats. The cats don't like either, but pretend they do just to get close to them. And the fish like to keep to themselves. And the chips are so dumb they're left to themselves to rot. Um, so you're just taking on the whole of Canada and most of America. Do you want to negotiate with any of the other nations at all? No, we fight to the death. Batman, Butters, do you want to have a word? 
Batman. That's, that's a that's a callback too far, man. <laughs> Batman, butters. No, you have nothing to say. They're in disbelief. Yeah, we're just shocked. That's that's what it is. Me, me and Abby are absolutely just shocked. We can't even speak. Can you not hear? I can't speak. See? Why? You can't speak. I can't say a word. I can't say a single word. It's crazy. Oh, jeez. There you go. Butters is alive. <laughs> I'm Batman. That's my I'm shit. Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. Okay, so all the questions are going to be about Canada. Oh, God. Has your Canadian knowledge, Canada knowledge, um, Canadian knowledge? It stops at Chris Jericho, even though he's technically. Okay, when is Canada Day? First of June, first of August, first of July, or first of November? Canada Day is uh, every day. It's every day, eh? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the first. Of, wait, wait, no, because I, I would have known that because it would have been on the internet. So it's not. It's not the August one. Um, hmm, the last one. November. I think that's what you said. You go first on November. Yes. That is incorrect. Why? Why is it incorrect? When is it? It's the first of July. Really? Oh, I was here during July. Your preemptive strike. They're firing back. Score a nine. Why? Next question. What is the capital of Canada? Toronto, is it not? Are you going to go with Toronto? Yes. Or do you want to hear the options? I want to hear the options. <laughs> Toronto? <laughs> Vancouver, Calgary, or Ottawa? Toronto. That was right. See, I told you. Toronto. Hasn't this exact thing happened in this show before? <laughs> it's Ontario, isn't it? <laughs> Ottawa. <laughs> Yeah. And that's another nine. Why? Ontario. Ottawa. Is it what? So we're both what? Yes. what? Really? What is the lowest temperature ever recorded in Canada? Which is a temperature I think you'd quite like at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, not half. Was it minus 21 Celsius, minus 62.8 Celsius, minus 10.5 Celsius, or minus 3 Celsius? 21. Minus 21. Today. I'm pulling conspiracies. You just don't she's on fire. Wait, Abby, did you say she's on fire today? <laughs> she's literally on fire. She's literally on fire today. You're doing this on purpose. The ship is on fire at this point in time. One engine is out already. Uh, you've yet to strike one single, single finger against the entire nation of Canada. You're the jobber in this situation. I, this I am never a jobber, ever. That is not how it works. How... <laughs> Dean. The lowest temperature was minus 62.8, which is a bit cold. I would actually prefer that right now. That'd be nice. <laughs> How many points are on the maple leaf in the Canadian flag? Um, 9, 11, 15 or 20? Butters and Batman, if you want to help out. I think they she should. Needs everything she can yeah, get. We don't want to she die. needs a run in. It's a num- no. I don't need to be Batman for this. Pick a number. Because I, 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 I don't like- fucking know. <laughs> It would be a guess, a wild guess. I don't want to see down the wrong Wait, how, wait, what were the options again? 9, 11, 15, or 20. Yeah, it's definitely one of those. I think it's, oh, one of them's a, te- it could be, it could be either two, because uh, if you're going to be like a stingy, stingy on the technicalities here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it in 11. 
if we're being technical. Aisha, that, there you go, there's an option. What are you going to go for? What's the technicality, though? Oh, because it could be what? 9 or 11, depending on which like bit of the thing you're looking at, because uh, you could be really pedantic and say, oh, well, that technically doesn't count because it's at the bottom, but uh, I think it does. Oh. So. <laughs> Batman, but it sounds unsure. What she said. Wait, what? No, you can't do that. I absolutely can, and I just have. Because he's Batman. Yeah, you can. I, I can do whatever I want. I'm a, I'm a billionaire. No, wait, I'm not. There you go. I'm what? Bruce Man. That's no, right. Bru- yes, I mean, I'm Batwayne. <laughs> Batwayne. <laughs> Crime is a shit. Where's my young ward? Crime is a shit that needs wiping out. Take that, crime. Minol. I'm going to listen to Butters. Right, I'm going to listen to Butters because Batman's being unuseful right now. Can we throw Batman out the window? <laughs> Me and Butters are saying the same fucking thing! Batman can kiss my ass. He's not even helping. Oh, gosh. Going with 11? Yeah. Bitch. Correct. Right one for the SS ball bottom. Which is seven. How many national parks are there in Canada? 12 T. 12 T. Is it 12 T? 69? 41? Or about 350? I really want it to be that Um, Batman, are you going to try and redeem yourself? Come on, Batman. Nope. I did the last one. <laughs> redeem yourself by getting it right again. There's, there's a number of parks in Canada. Thank you. <laughs> you kidding are you sure we what can't kill Batman? Can we kill Batman? Is that okay? Batman, stop being redundant. Many have tried and many have failed. No, didn't Bane almost, almost destroy you? He broke your back. Cacked his back out. So, 12, 69, 41 off, about 350. How many national parks are there in Canada? 41. You know, 41? Maybe. Yes. 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 What are the options again? Yeah, we Kingston, Regina, London. Say them one more time. I'm going to listen to the intonation of your voice. Windsor, Kingston, Regina, or London? Uh, Regina. I mean, he was born in Regina, yes. He was born in London. I just nailed you again. That's, that's what that meant. And I believe uh, crap. Batman wounded there. Good. Oh no, Batman! Bye, Batman. I oh, still alive. He's just unconscious. And... Oh. How how much unconscious? Are we talking about coma? Is there a plug that we can pull? Nah, you can probably wake him up with a cold bucket of water over his head. But yeah, he has lost a leg. Uh, yay! <laughs> how many Canadians have won the WWE World Title? <sighs> Four, three, six, or eight? Four. Going with four? Yes. It was six. Really? He allowed six? 
Yes, six. And Batman just lost the other leg. <laughs> Good. <laughs> how, how many more questions do I have to get before you leave? As far as I can tell, I'm as far as I can tell, I'm not doing great. <laughs> I have the night. Next question: What is Avril Lavigne's middle name? Diana, Ramona, or Keith? Keith Lavigne. Keith Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, I want it to be Keith. I really do. Um, Everyone wants it to be Keith. Avril Keith Levine's. It's, it's the only female name that's there, so I'm going to say Ramona. Camera Ramona? Yes. Correct. Hey, she got one. And you just took out Toronto, which is not the capital. Good. But you only rolled a one, so that's not very good. Oh. No, you rolled a one. I, again, I sense conspiracies. I, I tried to get up on screen. No one wanted it, though. Because it was blocking the dog. <laughs> How many Hart family kids did Stu and Helen have on the Hart family dynasty? 12. Is it 13, 10, 12, or 15? Dog. Come on, special subject. The Hart family. Got it. Oh! I need to know this because I've said this a thousand times. I'm going to say 13. I'm going to say 13. It's 10, isn't it? It was 12 T. Is it 12 T? Oh. Yes, 12 T. So, yeah, the ship is currently without its shield, completely defenseless. Both engines are out. <laughs> Batman has no legs. No one cares about that. <laughs> a bat lump. <laughs> Dean, Dean, you have to draw. He's like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, I can just imagine him there, like a fucking weeble. <laughs> Not the bat pillow. But he don't fall down. We might have found a new way for Batman to make some money on OnlyFans. No legs, no arms. He can keep his head. <laughs> So, not family. Which one of these isn't a member? Keith, <laughs> Ross, Wayne, or Kevin? Ross. Are you get? No. Oh, the joke. Going with Ross, or, or are you heeding legless Batman? <laughs> Listen to the struggles of legless Batman. Let's pretend Bruce that Weeble. no. Yeah, let's let's say yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? Are we going to listen to that, man? No, never listen to me, Asia. I always steer you wrong. Just, just, just say anything other than the right answer. Do you know what I am saying? Wow, that hurt. That, that, I felt that one cut deep. Um, what does Batman say? Let me help I, him. I don't, I, I don't know what I said a minute ago. Just whatever I said, go with that. <laughs> it wasn't Ross. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's what I said. Go with which, that. Go, which leaves go you with Keith, Wayne, or Kevin. Kevin Hart. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. I'm oh, my God. Listen. <laughs> Kevin Hart. No, I think there is a Kevin Hart. Oh, right. Okay. That's I a, think that's... He's a little black guy, right? Yes. That's. <laughs> 
I don't. Okay, we'll go with whatever answer Batman says. I didn't give an answer. Really I didn't give an answer. I didn't give an answer. I said who I thought it might not be. He, he thought it might. Oh my god! Oh my god! Pick a number between one and four, and if there's a name behind it, say that one. <laughs> so I'm no gonna pre- go back to Ross. No pressurization. No pressurization. Yes. <laughs> it was almost a direct hit, and because you have no shields, your ship is now careering towards the Earth through the Earth's atmosphere. You have no controls over everything. The ejector pod has uh, suggested you you brace yourself and kiss your ass goodbye. Um, now time for some adverts. Abby. Oh, do. Plug it is. Oh, we we do love a vigorous plug. Right. So, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, over on twitch.tv slash abbystabbyart, you can join me as I draw the weird shit. Yes, that's right. You want to see William Shatner's face on Scooby-Doo with three tits? I'm your man. You want to see Kat Denning's face on Salad Fingers? I'm your man. You want to see fucking, like... Bob Ross hair on Baby Yoda. That one's slightly less terrifying than the other ones, but all the same. You want to see me uh, make the people who gave me an art degree rec- uh, regret their choices? Tune in, Abby Stabby Art on Twitch. Need money now? Me sick. A cough. <laughs> A cough. <laughs> um, um. So, yes, sadly, the steamship ball bottom is no more. This ejector pod. As like the the bridge of the ship has kicked them all out. You got legless Batman, Butters, Cartman, Vincent Price, and obviously Aisha Raymond now hurtling towards the earth in the safety pod where they will land. No one knows. Uh, but Aisha, do you want to give some words to your crew and the song as you crash land, failing miserably at your mission? I hate you, Batman. I hate so you, Batman. Batman. Batman tried to protect you the best he could by not giving you, you the I want Batman to die. And you know what? I'm going to annoy the world. I'm going to do the thing that nobody wants to hear right now. I want Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. No! no! Do it. Do it. Do oh, it. Annoy the world. for God's sake. Thank oh, you, Stranger thank Things, you. for making me hate this song. I just, oh, it's, oh, God. I could live my whole I know. life I love that interview recently where Kate Bush is like, uh, I've never seen a hill. You've never seen a hill? No. I've never seen a hill. No more questions about hills. <laughs> All that's left for us now is to bid you goodbye as Aisha's ship plummets to the earth. Will her story continue? It's probably. Maybe. Don't know. com for your acting show needs and desires. Sub to the coffees. Buy me a Patreon. There's plenty of arts and crafts on there. All manner of funkiness. Leave us a show review. You can send us an email, fkhello.gmail.com. So there's hate mail, grundle pics. Also on the website, there's uh, the Twitter links, the Instagram links, and to TikTok. It's great. I really love this song. I did love it. That's me for I still do. <laughs> Are we going to hear Master of Puppets on mainstream radio now? Because that's like... Probably. Taking yes. the helm from this one. So if you can't help the show monetarily, you can help us out by giving us a show review, reposting the show, or telling your mates and their mums about it. All helps. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.
拜拜，拜拜，拜拜，拜拜，拜拜。And thus ends the story of the Amazon warrior of the wastelands. What does it? Hi, I'm the Black Knight number 36. I'm not someone you've met before, and I doubt you ever will. I'm the Black Knight that's been put in charge of the planet that's the furthest away from destruction. And seeing there's an infinite number of us knights guarding planets, and we're stationed at every one of them helping the inhabitants survive in some way, that's some time off. Some questions I guess you're wanting to ask right now. Why, if it's the last planet, am I number 36? Well, that's just down to luck. There's some knights who spend entire millennia filling out report forms because they're so far down the line number-wise. Why do I sound like the guy who hosts this podcast? That's all on you, buddy. Your tiny brains are complex machines capable of anything. You're expecting his voice, so you're hearing it. You could easily switch from this guy to Morgan Freeman, Scarlett Johansson, Kermit the Frog, or Shaq quite easily. Go on, give it a go. I know you want some of that juicy Shaq meat. Finally, why am I in your ears right now. Well, as I'm the knight with the most amount of time on their hands, I've been given the task of telling you a large chunk of this story. You see, these stories we tell are generally destined to work out one way. With Aish Raymond, we always knew it would come to this. Why do you think we've been calling it the Amazon Warrior of the Wasteland? This just happened a whole lot sooner than we expected. We knew her brashness and short temper would get her into a jam. We didn't see her taking on one of the planet's superpowers on her first week of the job though. The supercomputers that built her ship were good. Literally, the greatest mind a supercomputer could build, making it a super supercomputer. But a one ship versus an entire nuclear power toting nation? Well, it was like playing a video game and after mastering the basic controls in the tutorial, she coded her way to the final boss and taking it on with a slingshot. We gave her chances to back out of it, which no one else saw fit to help with, so here we are. Is she a dead? No. We're here to facilitate the best we can. We're not going to write her out of the show off camera by saying, I don't know, posting a black card with the words, the wormhole we were traveling through collapsed while they were inside, killing them instantly. Uh, the story just needs to move along slightly and to fill in the gaps, fill up the time that this episode has left free, as well as fulfill a desire to write more audio drama. I'm here to set up the next adventure for Ayesha Raymond. As Kate Bush's hit from the 1980s filled the ship's bridge, Aisha and a dumbfounded crew watched as the SS Ballbottom's escape ship detached from the main ship's bulkhead and exploded in the future Earth's atmosphere. The ship was designed this way to detract from the escape vehicle, which now entered Earth's orbit, looking more like a piece of debris. Seemingly, the last words from Aisha Raymond echoed out of the worldwide radio before the explosion. I hope Batman's the whole bird empire celebrated they had conquered a weird and hostile alien race. The dog empire celebrated the infidelic former earth creature had been vanquished. The cat empire celebrated because they're just plain evil and enjoy watching things die. And the fish, well they couldn't actually hear anything, but you know, blamed the birds for dropping stuff in the water. But eventually popped their heads out and realised what had happened and went, yeah that's pretty cool.
destruction of the alien craft brought about a feeling on this new earth that world peace should be something they should be aiming towards if another larger more equipped craft was to arrive that was piloted by someone with a little bit more sense they would inevitably face destruction unless they stood together on the craft which was fast closing in on the earth's surface a short video film played on the ship's viewing screen explaining the crash procedure Tuck your head between your legs and strap into the crash buckles which you will find under the seats. Also under there is an oxygen mask and some reading material to take your mind off of things. You are probably going to die but we would like to thank you for choosing dead air for all your space travel. And if you survive please choose us again. When the video finished, all electrics on the ship cut out except the emergency lighting. The deafening sound of the ship heading fast to the earth's surface was all anyone could hear. That, then Batman struggling to put his head between his now legless torso. God damn The ship's flotation devices kicked into gear and pushed the vessel ashore. The last act it would do before its power shut off completely was fire off the emergency exit doorway located behind the view screen on the ship's bridge. The screen clanged to the surface onto the stone covered beach below. Light penetrating the emergency hatch showed the damage of the crash. The clone of Vincent Price was embedded halfway through the pilot's console he was sat behind. He seemingly had been unable to understand the instructions on the seat safety belt and accepted his fate. If a god of love and life ever did exist, he is long since dead. Cartman and Butters had collided mid-crash, and due to the fact they are constructs of cartoon characters, had melded together into a freakish amalgamation of both characters. The names portmanteau into the humorous Buttman, making the possible psychic to the Batman, who sadly lost both arms in the crash. Sadder still, even though he had lost both his arms and his legs. The Mardi twat was still alive. Aisha Raymond herself had suffered some bruising from the crash landing. Nothing was hurt more than her pride though. She had not only been jobbed out on her first big showing, but it was a horrible one-sided squash match. It's an indignity she would not get over for a very long time. Batman cursed at her for her recklessness, so she gorilla pressed him outside of the hatchway. Digging around in the wreckage of the bridge, she found Marky Bark had survived. <laughs> He had become stuck inside a doghouse which had been padded especially for such situations. She lugged that out of the hole in the ship and stood atop what had once been the proud but unfortunately named SS Ballbottom. Batman, the freakish nix of the two characters joined her. His four eyes looked in multiple directions and had been scattered all over his body. One mouth was positioned roughly where you'd expect to find it but the other was closer to what was possibly a cartoon anus. Both cartoon testicles hung from one armpit. They clacked together each time he moved and lowering the arm caused them to be squished into the most uncomfortable position. He simply said, <laughs> said Marky Bark, looking to the east of the ship. A figure could be seen in the distance, bouncing towards them. Aisha clambered down the ship's emergency ladder. At the bottom, she stepped on Batman to avoid getting her feet wet. It woke him up just soon enough to see the cartoon abomination free-falling itself onto him in a futile suicide attempt. The figure jiggled closer 
It became apparent where she had landed. Well, how you doing? How you doing, mate? How you doing, mate? Yeah, mate, you got a bloody crash in it, innit, blind governor? Oh, you look over there. Look over there, innit? Innit, innit, innit. You got a bloody crash, though, innit? Yeah. The chip's yeah, dialect was barely crash. understandable, crash. but it was obvious. Yeah. They were a peaceful race, and they meant no harm. So, I oh, should cut him in two with a machete, just to be sure. There were now two chips standing in front of Aisha. They were unfazed by the macheteing. They carried on chatting to each other. Aisha cut them in two as well. There were now four very happy chips chatting away. Before she could try something else to get rid of these things, possibly cutting them to eight pieces, they bounced off to a nearby puddle of ketchup and started playing some sort of game. Scanning her surroundings, Aisha saw a pebbly beachfront. What used to be a pier was to the left of her, and a few support poles remained heading out to the sea. Hotels and houses had obviously littered the place at some point, but now nature had reclaimed them with a vengeance. Vines protruded from what used to be the Lanes Hotel and the neighbouring properties. It was peaceful, and only the four ships singing what was apparently the national anthem could be heard. A few lights could be seen off to the west, beyond what was left of the pier. It was miles away though. After the crash, Aisha didn't feel like walking, Batman couldn't walk, and Buttman was too busy crying to care. Looking down to her wrist, she now saw she was wearing a watch device. On it was the disembodied head of Marky Mark, talking to her. Hello there, this is the ship's AI talking. You might remember me from that ship you just got destroyed by a bunch of angry geese. Anyway, I've been downgraded to this normal voice, rather than Marky Mark, but you can still look at his severed head. Anyway, we're going to get through this. The cargo bays sadly are no longer with us, and you lost everything. Well, everything but this. Another hatch opens, this one at the bottom of the ball bottom. And out rolls the Mad Max bike. So this is the good news, you have your Mad Max bike. It was modified conveniently to run on used chip fat just before the ship was destroyed. Do you know where we can find some of that? Also, we should probably get going. The ship is set to self-destruct five minutes after crash landing to prevent the tech falling into the wrong hands. You've got about 10 seconds remaining. Meanwhile, in a faraway, quickly put together joint war bunker, the crash shot was being viewed via a satellite link. A feathered hand reached for the remote and zoomed in on the moving dots on screen. A figure atop a bike was dressed like an 80s tag team wrestler, or a stereotypical biker wasteland punk. Strapped to her back was the torso of a middle-aged man, inexplicably dressed like a bat, and at her feet was an abomination, an abomination that was happily letting its tongue flap in the wind and licking its balls. Behind them were being dragged happily across the stones with something too unreal looking to be human. A pug general stood up. Uh, we, we should end her. We should end her to be sure. A Persian cat, the most evil of cats, purred in agreement. And the goose honked. <coughs> the head of the table, who for the sake of a dramatic future reveal has yet to spin share around, says... My, on Barty Island she's helpless. There was nothing but simple potato fork residing there. They are happy with their lot in life, 
they isolated themselves long ago. I know nothing of the outside world. They are better off that way. She'll find no help among them and die, like all the humans did so long ago, of cholesterol poisoning and school shootings. If she gets off the island, we will kill her. But she would need nothing. Spud Island is full of mindless, directionless, and dry, dry potatoes. It would take a lot more than an inspired speech to get them fired up again. <laughs> Meanwhile, a new star shines brightly in the sky above the planet Earth. Another alien craft. Its pilot carrying a spicy secret that may spell disaster for this planet all over again. Thank you for listening. I have been the Black Knight number 36. Tip your waitress. Eat the veal. Peace out.